0: You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a
1: podcast series brought to you by the Independent Electrical Contractors.
0: Welcome to the second season of the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Cindy Regehr. Cindy is the Executive Director of IEC of Oregon. She has nearly two decades of experience developing, implementing, and leading workforce training programs within the construction industry. She's passionate about advancing the success of her contractor members and students each and every day. Cindy is a top leader in the National Association. She earned the 2019 IEC National Executive Director of the Year Award. (laughs) And she'll be serving as the chair of the Executive Director Council in 2020, as well as serving on the IEC National Board of Directors. Without further ado, Cindy, I'm looking forward to our conversation today, and I'd like to welcome you to the IEC's podcast, The Electrical Current.
2: Well, thank you. That's why I'm glad to be here. Great.
0: Well, how is the weather in Oregon today?
2: Well, you know, it's been actually beautiful. It's been the driest November we've ever had. Is that right? So we are just... Boiled,
1: yes.
2: And crisp and clear and beautiful greenery. Um, It is, I love the Pacific Northwest. Yes, yes. Even even the rain. Yes. It's been especially nice to have some sunshine.
0: That's right, that's right. And and there, there are misnomers about the rain in the Pacific Northwest, aren't there? It's not rain like we have back east or even in the Midwest. It's... It's just kind of a, a gray little drizzle most of the time when it is raining in uh, in Oregon and Washington and, and surrounds. But, well, let's start off uh, from the beginning, Cindy. Uh, tell us a little bit about where you grew up. Did you grow up in, in Oregon and, and, and around there, or where'd you grow up? No.
2: No, I grew up in a little town in Northern California. It's not so little anymore, but yeah. in Chico, California. Chico, yeah. And, yeah, yeah And I spent my, my parents' Um, lived there um, all of their lives and um, they still live in the same house that I grew up in. No kidding. So it, really? When I go home, it's really like going home. yes. Wow. And then I I went to school at, at Davis in the University yep. of California. UC Davis. Davis. Cool. And, uh-huh. and then um, I moved to Santa Cruz for work. Um, I worked my first career with an early childhood development. Uh-huh. And um, anyway, I moved there for a, for a job and ended up teaching I was with development at the Community College there for a while.
1: Wow! Teachers, okay. And
2: teachers. So, wow. um, yeah. So then I ended up in Portland because um, I actually my late husband was a, a low voltage contractor, and uh-huh. we opened an office up here in Portland. And he was from here.
1: Wow! Okay. So
0: he, him was coming home. No, I see, I see. And w- did you guys meet uh, in Santa Cruz or at Dave? Uh, yes, at Davis? Uh-huh. okay, wow, wow, great. Yeah. Santa Cruz is a very yeah. beautiful place uh, to, to live and call home as well. So, neat. Oh, yeah,
2: it is beautiful. I've, I've really felt fortunate to
0: live in such beautiful places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, your list, yeah, Chico. Um, Davis, Santa Cruz, Portland—you you know how to pick them, Cindy. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And well, Chico. So Chico, California—if um, my research correctly, is correctly—is home of uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, isn't it? Oh yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. yeah, the Sierra
2: Nevada. Yes, they are quite. Uh, in fact, I just had—I um, had lunch with my mom there not too long ago. So.
0: Mm-hmm nice yeah. nice that's cool that's very cool um and uh well uh, so so then you you studied um early childhood education um which then created mm-hmm. then the foray in, into kind of the teaching world um and mm-hmm. then uh, then you met uh met your husband who was a low voltage contractor um so that then helped create that bridge over into uh into the skilled trades um but yeah and and you've been i know yeah you've you've had a, a um you know, a, a diverse foray into apprenticeship and apprenticeship education over the years. Tell us a little bit about you know how you got into um, educating uh, skilled trades and, and apprenticeship.
2: Well, you know, I was um, my daughter was six when we was here, so mm-hmm. um, I I um, was spending a lot of time with her, and I was helping out in the office as kind of the office manager, and then I ended up getting involved in apprenticeship because we hmm. had a, there was a low voltage limited energy apprenticeship program, and yeah. so um, they. I was, I volunteered, I sat on the education committee, and I spent so much time, I thought to myself, you know, how to, how to make some work out of this, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, and so I just fell in love with it, the, all the aspects of it, the education part of helping instructors, um, the impact it had on people's lives, um, it just really resonated with me, and so I was volunteering, and one day I was driving to work, I still remember at the office, and um, because I was so involved, uh, Director at uh, Associated Economics and Contractors mm-hmm. called me and said, I'm leaving my job. And I thought, yeah. I said to him, I want your job. <laughs> 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 and so I um, so I applied and yeah. um, I started my career there in about 2002. Two, 2002, and, wow. Um, and then we had several different apprenticeship programs HVAC, Sprinkler Center,
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: Sheet Metal, and the Limited Energy Program. Yeah. And um, so, and I did a lot of like safety. Um, kind of morphed into different parts of, of the industry um, in my work with associated building contractors mm-hmm. and then about five years ago, I always had a love for the low voltage program and and uh, knew a lot about licensing and just um, <clears throat> it appears it's very political here in um, in oregon and so um, I kind of understood all of that and so I applied well four years ago for the directorship here in it's just been, I'm just having the time of my life.
0: That's been wonderful. That's terrific. And, that's terrific.
2: Yeah. So wow. that's, that's kind of what brought me here. And, um, I've worked with some wonderful people. I have a great team. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, and our programs have grown like 38%. And, yes. Um, so there's just a lot of challenges here and, mm-hmm. um, we're all working together to try to
0: Create some solutions for
2: this workforce
0: shortage. Absolutely, and that's how I got into the industry. Yeah. And very cool. That's very. I love cool. it. Yeah, yeah, and, and I know you do. I know you do, and it's it's evident in in um, anybody that ever has the opportunity to, to talk with you, and, and you've just got, yeah, you got that deep rooted passion um, for for education and for advancement, um, and, it, and it's infectious, Cindy. i um, talking with you about it. Um,
2: well, and it's also exciting to work with contractors yeah. and, uh, to help them be better at the jobs they do. Yes. You know, often people get into the contracting business. I mean, we were just a small company working out of our house. And we went mm-hmm. from three people to 13 people. And that's yeah. such a big jump, and it's so so challenging. And I see we can really provide through workforce and through uh, resources to our partners, uh, really important resources to help um, help contractors be better at what they do,
0: to yeah. be more profitable, to be more uh, successful. Absolutely, absolutely, and and yeah, you've you've been helping to lead the way there in, in Oregon, and and you, you mentioned you know too that that there's some unique aspects about uh, Oregon, um, and and uh, some challenges I would say in, in some regard, but but you guys have really mastered it and and uh, have created a lot of success, and, and you mentioned yeah, tremendous growth. Um, within the programs over the last few years, um, for those folks that aren't um, familiar with you know kind of how the apprenticeship programs work in Oregon, could you give us a little bit of a, uh, a tour, if you will?
2: Well, it's um, it the IBW's been here for a hundred years, mm-hmm. and so um, it, it was a really union dominated. Right now, though, we're training more um, in the metro and Salem area in this. Uh, Willamette Valley area than the Union is, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting statistic. We've been training more apprentices, and um, so a lot of the rules that have been made have been a bit, um, uh, the licensing rules and things can make it difficult for um, people to come from out of state and get licenses, so we work a lot with, with trying to help people uh, navigate that here. It's very complicated. Uh, we have high standards. I, I I don't object to that, but I do think that we could be more. We could have more reciprocity with other states. or a little bit more of a uh, path for people mm-hmm. to um, get licensed, and also um, the selection methods that we have to to bring people in is really unique in the country. In that it is a rank system. It's much more. It's very much a union model. Yeah. Um, and so you could be working for a contractor and have to wait to get into the program, mm-hmm. which. Uh, has been really uh, difficult. So, this past year, uh, because of changes at the federal level, um, there's been pressure to open up these selection methods so they're not so rigid.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and um, so, we have po- piloted and pioneered the first selection methods that allow contractors to sponsor people in. And um, they have to participate in our affirmative action outreach. Mm-hmm. And they attend a three-hour uh, uh, respectful workplace um, seminar yeah. or work work class, mm-hmm. and um, it's been wonderful. It's been it's created engagement with our training agents. They're much more involved. We've we've really broadened our outreach, and we're the first ones to do it. So I'm really I'm really proud of that. That's terrific! And, um, wow. Yeah. So it's really been a change, and contractors have been just over the moon about it, because yeah. um, they lost the ability to bring people in mm-hmm. that they hired uh, without going through a system in 1998. Mm-hmm. So they have not been able to um, select people out of their workforce that yeah. they may have, like a material handler, and bring them directly in. They had, they had to apply, they had to get on a list, they had to get to the top of the list. Yeah. So it was really, so that that's been an exciting change for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, th- that's great. That's great. And, uh, yeah, definitely a a huge change and a huge victory. Then um, that that you're a part of to help to lead forward. That's that's wonderful. That's wonderful.
1: Um, and, and we're also
2: running yeah. issues with ratio. Mm-hmm. You know, just that we have a sort of one to two and a half ratio, and I know that's 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 common across the United States,
1: where mm-hmm.
2: ratios can sometimes um, keep um, programs from having to yeah not allowing us to replace our workforce. Yep. And um that doesn't bode well for the future.
0: Gotcha. Two and a half, one to two and a half. How does that break down? A real well, it's like very very half a, very half, half it's a one person. One one, yeah. It's huh. kind of one to one, one to two. Yeah. Um, three
2: to uh, four to three, and then four to four, and then it j- starts jumping up two to two after that. Okay. So it's yeah, it's it's um, it's a little bit confusing. huh
0: Interesting, interesting. Well, but but you've been you've been at the the helm there at uh, IEC of Oregon, um, going on four years, um, and mm-hmm. and yeah, a lot of lot of progress and and yeah, adding values and benefits back to the contracting community. Um, and and you mentioned yeah that that some of those those benefits. But yeah, you know, what when you're talking with a contractor in your area, you know what uh, what, do you, what is the value that that you uh, share with them that, that they can be a part of when they join up with IEC?
2: well we we um i usually we talk about we've i've really tried to find some um like monetary value so we have a and resources for contractors because i think that mm-hmm. they really uh that's really a benefit to them um we have a lot of our contractors are mid-sized to smaller yeah. contractors uh-huh. in Oregon that's that's really common in in our um region and so things like hr uh, uh, hr issues come up and so we partnered with an HR firm for uh, phone calls, 20, you know, um, hmm. free of charge to our members okay. for things like, do I pay overtime when they travel? And I mean, I get those questions. And our uh, we've had a lot of uh, employment-related legislation. And so the the firm that we partnered with is local. So we try to really um, I talk about some of the resources. Um, I also talk about the uh, national. Uh, several of our members are involved in the forums, which has been incredibly valuable for those members. And um, so that's another kind of link to um, being part of something bigger at a national level.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: mm-hmm. And we do talk about you know, our advocacy and that we are, it's really hard for um, people who are working all the time to show up at legislative things. And yes. We're kind of at the table, and IUC Oregon has a really good reputation we um, have a lot we've been here 40 years mm-hmm. and so we've built some really good relationships with the regulatory bodies so we show up we're at the table sometimes we're the only ones there and it's
1: yeah. dominated by names so yeah.
2: it's really valuable that we have a voice and so I think that's important for contractors to know how much how important that is mm-hmm.
1: um,
2: for them so I think just the resources and the training um, in Oregon we cannot require uh... Training, we cannot require uh, training agents, which mm-hmm. is what we call the people that provide the training, to become members. It's against mm-hmm. the law, section gotcha. within the statute. Interesting. And so, and so, and we cannot charge anything different in terms of members. So there is, there that is not something that that there are other chapters I know where mm-hmm. that's, up um, you can start have a different
1: right
0: tu- tuition rate so for member members and non-members. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Can't yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah we have to we have to we have to prove our value on with other merit yeah using other uh, means so.
0: yeah yeah and and you've been able to do that um, through a variety of different ways so that's
2: yeah that's our, our membership has grown and we're working now at our we're kind of redoing our strategic plan mm-hmm. for the next couple of years and yeah. we're really looking at how we can increase our membership mm-hmm. um, we um, we've just had a lot of changes here in the last four years we went from sort of Half a million to 1.2 million dollar operation. So the complexity of it mm-hmm. has gotten a lot more, but we've kind of got our feet on the ground now, and I think we're in a really good place. We've got a really good team, and
0: so that we can move forward. That's great. That's great. Well, so yeah, I mean, you've you've three and four x's uh, that where the the size of the organization from where it was a couple of years ago. So you've been growing tremendous. <laughs> that's that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Well, great, mm-hmm.
1: great.
0: That's part of what helps to earn you the Executive Director of the Year award, I guess, huh? <laughs> one one well, facet I, of it. One facet of it.
2: I would so yes, yeah. st- I was surprised. They, yeah. I, I mean, keep saying it's they keep good secrets. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. I think I think uh yeah, it's it's a recognition of your leadership, um, your your well, tenacity, think, your passion, um, to be able to then drive things forward, Cindy. Well, I
2: couldn't do it without them. Yeah. I mean it's just been they've just been it's it's a great team that Absolutely. I appreciate Absolutely. them.
0: Absolutely, and and you got a, a also a unique piece in which then uh, you know a large number of your uh, contractor members uh, in IEC of Oregon are low voltage or limited energy contractors. Um, yes, they are. Yeah, and and half
2: of our board is representatives of the low voltage.
0: Right, right, right. Um, which you know, can you can you share a little bit about you know for for folks that aren't aware now, why that is and and. Um, you know, a little bit of what about, again, what makes IEC of Oregon uh, different and unique that way.
1: Well,
2: we, um, we've had licensing here since the, uh, 1998 or so, 1996. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had apprenticeship, so, <clears throat> um, or even uh, maybe a little bit earlier, I kind of came on the scene about that time, and it was yeah. relatively new, um, and it was relatively new as a, nat- as a national, as a federally recognized apprenticeship program. Um, because it used to be, historically, it was all electrical, and as the low-voltages, the systems, and data telecom, and all of that grew, Mm -hmm. um, there was a real um, need for training programs, specifically in those um, areas. So we have um, data telecom, well, we have two licenses. One is a data telecom communication license, and then we have a three-year protective signaling, which includes data telecom that is, that allows you to work on nurse call and any kind of protective signaling type systems. So, wow. um, so we have a very strong um, you know, licensing, and so the training came about for apprenticeship because that is the path to, um, is the path to get a license. Mm-hmm. So we have... Um, I'm really proud of our program. Uh, we partner with the community, uh, Calacomis Community College, and... Um, it's just really grown, and um, it's challenging because there are so many different areas that you can focus on. I mean, you can make you can make a, you could have a career in data telecom alone, yeah. um, or in the protecting. And a lot of the systems are really changing quickly with integration and access control and smart homes. And I mean, it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, power over Ethernet, um, so. When I think about voltage, I think what is the training going to look like in the future for our electricians too what yeah what what, what will that look like, and how can we stay, um, our, how can we keep our training relevant as this, um, at this breakneck speed that this these technologies are changing our industry? Yeah. or that we're changing with them and um, so those are some of the challenges that we that yeah. we have,
1: yeah.
0: Very interesting, very interesting. Um, do, you, do you, looking ahead too, I mean, do you, what, what are the challenges that you foresee within, um, within your, your region for uh, the electrical and, and low voltage uh, systems contractors in the next year or two?
2: Well, I think it's a disruption that's happening with um, technology, hmm. really mm-hmm. keeping up with the changes. Um, yeah you know, finding a place in the mining I mean, contractors are really kind of trying to figure out um, sort of where, where their niche is, do they, how do they grow, and in what areas do they live in. And I think that's so... I think being part of IUC, um, both locally and nationally, is so important to, to stay on top of that. Um, yeah. You know, unlike other organizations that may be business-related or even construction-related, we focus on the electrical industry. um and so i think that that's really um valuable to the to the contracting community and i think the workforce shortage the scarcity is isn't going to let up anytime soon we just don't have enough the retirement is happening at such a fast pace that it's really hard and then also bringing up the leadership um you know helping uh, that's that's going kind of really fast two people are graduating from our apprenticeship program and all of a sudden they're project managers, you know, I mean, it used to be that there was kind of enough people to um, kind of give you a few years in the industry before maybe you were put into that role, but that's happening faster and faster yeah. um, with retirement. So I think those two areas is just keeping up with those changes and then you know, the, the workforce shortage and attracting uh, good top talent to our industry. Right. Right. Um, we have to keep working on that. In fact, the new worker program has been wonderful. We had, we offered it last summer. We had 40 people in it. Um, Milwaukee was a great partner with us here in Oregon. Um, and six of those were high school students that we partnered with uh, Willamette School District. And, um, and four of them were women. And um, they came out of our applicant pool, many of them. And so they were really trying to get kind of a leg up in the industry and. And I see it as a way to help people feel more confident yeah. and to be more successful. Yeah. And so um, it's just uh, it, we're offering it again this winter, and then we'll tr- do another in the summer.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Cindy, what do you what do you love about your job? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just. I, Everything could
2: be I mean, the answer I, to. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. I think it, it, it is really, I mean, I love the, the people. I love the challenges of the industry. I love, um, you know, I, I, it's just really, it's an exciting time to be part of this industry. It's an exciting, I think it's an exciting time to be part of at EC National. I really um, enjoy what, I, you know, I really have had such a good experience feeling yeah. really welcomed and supported, and, um, you know, leadership, learning to be a good leader is a lifetime. It is a process. It is an investigation. You 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 really have to continue to grow, and uh, we have a new generation coming up, and with, um, you know, different values, our our culture is changing, so how how do we stay relevant, and so those kinds of challenges, I don't know, they're just... It's the people. It's being able to feel like you're helping um, yeah. people start their careers, um, and also contractors um, being successful at what they do. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, it's just it's really um, I love I love the work I do, and it's been just really, a, like I said, I'm having the time of my life.
1: That's
0: great. That's great, and it only gets better from here, doesn't it? Every day is a new. New day to be, be able to me. make it be the best, it. make it the best. Yeah, um, you know, the, there's there's a lot that we learn around uh, along our life's path, um, Cindy, and um, we pick up bits of wisdom and um, we learn about ourselves, learn about the world around us. If you ever had the opportunity to go back in time and and share and impart some wisdom on a, a younger version of yourself, somebody, you know, just kind of entering in, you know, when you were, you were leaving Chico, California and headed to UC Davis, and uh, you're, you know, about ready to, to jump on a bus to head head that way, and, and you were able to see that younger version of yourself. What do you think you'd say, you know, if you had a, a couple well, of sentences? It,
2: I think I probably stop a, a little bit more often in celebrating. Uh, you know, it's kind of, I tend to be sort of, you know, keep going, and, um, you know, I graduated early, and I mean, it's like, I've been too, often I've been impatient, and I just, you know, this is over, so let's move on to the next thing, and sometimes it's good to stop and celebrate a bit, yeah. and, uh, you know, take a breath, and so I'm having to learn that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And That's so cool. I guess that would be, that would be what I would do, is, is, um, is, yeah. is celebrate. Yeah, celebrate,
0: celebrate. Mm-hmm. We're, we we all too often, um, yeah. We we will we'll jump to the next thing. We, we're we're famous for um, looking at our to do list, you know, always and, exactly. and moving on to the next thing right. and, and forget to stop, pause, right. and uh, that old adage of you know smell the roses. Don't forget to smell the roses. <laughs>
2: right, right. Yeah, ad celebrates your to do list. Right, right,
0: right exactly. <laughs> right right um what are are there are there any tips that you you've picked up and or any uh patterns or, or habits that you've picked up to be able to help remind you of of that you know do you do any uh any any practices or any anything to make sure that you're taking uh that step for yourself
2: um well certainly breathing Yeah. <laughs> I mean stopping for a while and just trying to reground you I've learned to to sort of manage my energy and just Take better care of myself yeah. you know i um I take time to to, uh, to work out I take time to uh, walk my dog um, to read to um, you know to see movies and just to hmm. take some time and That's great. So I've learned to and then I try not to do too many things at once I mean I'm famous for trying to try to i can I can make it happen mm-hmm. I, well maybe it is time to step back and say what well, wait a minute at what cost can you make this happen mm-hmm it's going to mean that you don't you don't eat lunch and you don't do. I mean, you can you can do it. Yeah. But is that really good for you? And, and what's the quality of that time that you're going to spend if you neglect self care?
1: Right. And right. So
2: that's become really important for me, and I also I also want that for my staff. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to take care of themselves. Yeah. People need to get enough sleep and to, to eat. And I mean, all all of, all we want to accomplish is important, and we need to you know be accountable to that. And you also need to find ways to really take care of yourself, and I and I hope that in my leadership, that that's when I'm that's when I'm uh, hmm. giving out to my staff and being a model.
1: Yeah,
0: helping helping to lead by example that way, and, and 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 help to yeah bring that into other people's lives too. That's a that's a Well, tremendous all that I gift. read about. Yeah.
2: All I read about productivity and, and the neurological kind of the studies that are going on is that we're really kind of fooling ourselves that we can get by with less sleep and we can multitask and yeah. we can ignore. We really are, and, and um, so I've just become a real believer that. Um, and it doesn't mean I don't work sometimes. In my opinion, weekends it is what it is. But I right. do try to take time and, or be aware that I'm making a choice to do
0: that. Right, and right. That,
2: so I'm more conscious. Yeah. More conscious, and I think that helps a lot. yeah. Being yeah. being
0: present, being present in those decisions that you're making, right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, well, you mentioned you mentioned going to the movies and, and taking time and things like that. What what else do you do for fun?
2: <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I don't know. I'm, oh come I'm on. I'm a bit of an introvert. Uh-huh. But, well, I do a lot. Of, you know, I read, and yeah. I, I I'm really interested in um, dog training and and dog um, training a wow. lot Yeah, mm. I have a couple of dogs. Okay. I even some conferences on dog training, so really? um, it's just a little, yeah, it's interest of mine. and I'm, I'm going to take a line dancing class, so I'm ready for the platinum party.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I, wow.
2: <laughs> I always watch all the fun, and I don't know how to line dance, yeah. so I'm keeping a class on it. Oh, so I try to take classes yeah. um, that are kind of outside of my, um, yeah. you know, for fun. Kind of, yeah, kind of,
0: yeah, explore a little bit, huh? Different.
2: Yeah
1: yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Line dancing. Wow. When's that starting up? The after the beginning of the year or starting up soon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Well, yeah. good for you. Good for you. <laughs> wow. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, and books too. You mentioned books. Um, what, what, uh, what have you read recently that that uh, you really, really fell in love with? Well, I'm
2: I'm reading Dare to Lead, Renee mm-hmm. Brown's book, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just. I've actually read it more than once and then wow um, and anyway it's a it's a really excellent book on hmm. leadership and vulnerability and shame and just
1: yeah.
2: really creating a healthier environment um, mm-hmm. and it starts with me
1: yeah um, yes
2: and she talks a lot about that yeah so that's been really important to me and then I um, I also um, I actually I'm not much of a cook but I like to mm-hmm. cook and so mm-hmm. I just
1: cook books yeah <laughs> yeah that's great and
2: uh yeah. So um, huh.
0: anyway, that's I I I like to. I have some friends that I go
2: out to movies with, and yeah, but I work a lot. Yep. Yep. Yes. And that is fun. So yes. I have to include that on my fun list. On your fun list, good, it. good. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. It's a, a significant portion of our lives. So yeah, we we um, fall in love and, and with our work, and and um, yeah, look at it as enjoyment and the things that, that challenge us are are also um, also the things that that fulfill us. Along that pathway, uh-huh. so interesting. So, dare to lead. You said was the name of the book.
1: Yes, dare to lead. Interesting. Okay. Huh. I'm not. I'm not familiar.
0: I'll have to. I'll have to look that up. That that sounds. Uh, sounds intriguing. Especially if you've read it twice. It it must have some really compelling, uh, nuggets of information and insights there. Yeah. It's,
2: hmm. you, know, you, you sort of uh, you read what you need to uh, learn mm-hmm. most.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, um, 2020 is coming up. Uh, what does 2020 look like for Cindy?
2: Well, I'm excited about getting our board sort of on it. We're going to, I'm bringing in a, a trainer to yeah. uh, a strategic planner to help us. So um, we kind of, we had a strategic plan to 2019 and mm-hmm. now we're kind of looking to 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got an excellent board and some great staff and, yeah. So I'm just really looking forward to all that we can accomplish. That's great. Upcoming year.
0: That's great. And yeah. and just like you've done in, in the past, Cindy, you're going to crush it. You're absolutely yeah. going to crush it. It's going to be great.
2: Well, so um, I think that we're just poised to grow even more. And mm-hmm. um, I just think that there's kind of a foundation. I really believe in those sorts of foundations. That I yeah. saw that in my our own limited energy business yeah. when we went from 3 to 13 that we didn't really have a uh, good enough foundation and we struggled, you yeah. know, with, with the contracts and all the kinds of things that, um, growing companies, um, growing companies face. And mm-hmm. so I know that, um, it's really important to, um, have that foundation and that, that you start to build on that. And I feel Absolutely. like that's, in the last four years, that's kind of what we're, how we've been
1: Absolutely, growing
2: slowly but
0: steadily, and that's good. That is good. That is good. Well, great, great. Well, well, we look forward to uh, another great year heading in, uh, heading to twenty twenty with you. Um, again, you're going to be leading the Executive Director Council. You'll be sitting on the National Board of Directors, and you'll be kicking butt there in, in IEC of Oregon. So it's it's going to be a great year, Cindy. And I'm, and I'm
2: really looking forward to working with Candy and yeah. um, and the rest of the board. But it's just great to. I'm just Really honored to be part of uh, of that group, and also you know the leadership, mm-hmm. and
0: also um, the first woman. Yeah, um, president, president of, right? of the association. It's amazing. Yeah, Candy yeah. Branham Candy Brand. Yeah. Six uh, yeah yeah, yeah sixty four yeah. year history, um, and we're making history again. So, yes yeah.
2: yes and I'm, I'm, yeah I'm just so that's exciting for me. It is. It's Women have always exciting. been great mentors to me. Yeah. And I just really it's, it's, it's very.
0: Uh, exciting. That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, Cindy, thank you so much uh, for spending time with us today, sharing a, a bit more about your story and, um, and, and how awesome life is. So, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're
2: welcome. Thank I'm you. I'm honored. Great. Thank you.
1: Uh,
0: good, good. And thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment in the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out over at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.